Hello, this is Nichelle from Dubai. Uh, today I am going to have a read of one of the one of my favorite book, and it's called A New Earth: Create a Better Life by Mr. Eckhart Tolle. Now the book uh, is about uh, self-realization. It's about uh, knowing who you are apart and beyond of what you know and what you identify yourself as or who. So uh, there are a lot of chapters. There are most particularly about just hang on about nine ten chapters exactly and I've actually gone through half of it but I will start from the beginning for you guys to um, to you know get to know things about the book so I think it's a wonderful read I think it's a wonderful book I think it's a wonderful lesson to learn and the, the, I'm going to start with the chapter number one, of course, which is the flowering, the flowering of human consciousness. And within every chapter, there are different lessons, of course. And the first one is called avocation. So I'm going to start from avocation and I'll take you through the entire book in no time. And I'm going to take lesson each um per episode so it's like uh, first chapter has about seven lessons and we're gonna finish it in a week so let me get down to business and give it a go and let you guys sit back relax and enjoy the chapter the flowering of human consciousness avocation <coughs> Earth. 114 million years ago, one morning just after sunrise, the first flower ever to appear on the planet opens up to receive the rays of the sun. Prior to this momentous event that heralds an evolutionary transformation in the life of plants, the planet had already been covered in vegetation for millions of years. The first flower probably did not survive long and flowers must have remained rare and isolated phenomena, since conditions were most likely not yet favourable for a widespread flowering to occur. One day, however, a critical threshold was reached and suddenly there would have been an explosion of colour and scent all over the planet, if a perceiving consciousness had been there to witness it. Much later, those delicate and fragrant beings we call flowers would come to play an essential part in evolution of consciousness of another species. Humans would increasingly be drawn to and fascinated by them. As consciousness of human beings developed, flowers were most likely the first thing they came to value that had no utilitarian value. Or purpose for them, that is to say, was not linked in some way to survival. They provided inspiration to countless artists, poets, and mystics. Jesus tells us to contemplate the flower and learn from them how to live. The Buddha is said to have given a silent sermon once during which he held up a flower and gazed at it. After a while, one of those present, a monk called Mahakashyap, began to smile. 
He is said to have the only one who had understood the sermon. According to the legend, that smile, that is to say realization, was handed down by 28 successive masters and much later became the origin of Jain, Jain, Zen. Okay. Seeing beauty in a flower could awaken humans, however briefly, to the beauty that is an essential part of their own innermost being, their true nature. The first recognition of beauty was one of the most significant events in the evolution of human consciousness. The feelings of joy and love are intrinsically connected to that recognition. Without our fully realizing it, flowers would become us an ex as an expression form of that which is most high, most sacred, and ultimately formless within ourselves. Flowers, more fleeting, more ethereal, and more delicate than the plants out of which they emerged, would become like messengers from another realm, like a bridge between the world of physical forms and the formless. They not only had a scent that was delicate and pleasing to humans, but also brought a fragrance from the realm of spirit, using the word enlightenment in a wider sense that the conventionally accepted ones, we could look upon flowers as the enlightenment of plants. Any life form in any realm, mineral, vegetable, animal or human can be said to undergo enlightenment. It is, however, an extremely rare occurrence since it is more than an an evolutionary progression. It also implies a discontinuity in its development, a leap to an entirely different level of being, and most important, a lessening of materiality. What could be heavier and more impenetrable than a rock, the densest of all form? And yet, some rocks undergo change in their molecular structure, turn into crystals, and so become transparent to the light. Some carbons, under inconceivable heat and pressure, turns into diamond, and some heavy mineral into other precious stones. Most crawling reptilians, the most earthbound of all creatures, have remained unchanged for millions of years. Millions of years, sorry. Some, however, grew feathers and wings and turned into birds, thus flying the force of gravity that had held them so for so long. They didn't become better at crawling or walking, but transcended crawling and walking entirely. Since time, immemorial flowers, crystals, precious stones, and birds have held special significance for the human spirit. Like all life forms, they are, of course, temporary manifestation of the underlying one life, one consciousness. The special significance and the reason why humans feel such fascination for and affinity with them can be attributed to their ethereal quality. Once there is a certain degree of presence of still and alert attention in human beings' perception, they can sense the divine less life essence the one indwelling consciousness or spirit in every creature, every life form, recognize it as one with their own essence and so love it as themselves. Until this happens, however, most humans see only the outer forms, unaware of the inner essence just as they are unaware of their own essence and identify only with their own physical and psychological form. In the case of a flower, a crystal, precious stone, or bird, however, 
Even someone with little or no presence can occasionally sense that there is more there than the mere physical existence of that form, without knowing that this is the reason why he or she is drawn toward it, feels an affinity with it. Because of this its ethereal nature, its form obscures the indwelling spirit to a lesser degree than is the case with other life forms. The exception to this are all newborn life forms babies, puppies, kittens, lambs, and so on. They're fragile, delicate, not yet firmly established in materiality, and it's an innocence, a sweetness, and beauty. They're not of this world, still shine. Beg your pardon? An innocent, a sweetness, and beauty that are not of this world still shine through them. They delight even relatively insensitive humans. So when you're alert and can contemplate a flower, crystal, or bird without naming it mentally, it becomes a window for you into the formless. There is an inner opening, however slight, into the realm of spirit. This is why this is why these three enlightened life forms have played such an important part in the evolution of human consciousness since ancient times. Why, for example, the jewel in the lotus flower is a central symbol of Buddhism, and a white bird, the dove, signifies the Holy Spirit in Christianity. They have been preparing the ground for a more profound shift in planetary consciousness that is destined to take place in the human species. This is a spiritual awakening that we are beginning to witness now. Thank you so much for listening to this. Now, um, that was quite an uh, intriguing, informative and thought-provoking writing of that lesson it taught uh, it teaches us uh, about our inner essence it talks about the inner essence and how important it is and how how we can as we go on reading the chapters know the essence of ourselves so I hope my reading was clear and I hope you enjoyed my reading I will definitely come back with second chapter, second lesson. In fact, first chapter, second lesson next week. Uh, Till then, be at peace, meditate, try to be kind to each other. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. Same time. Bye-bye.